Feel it coming in the air yeah. And the screams from everywhere yeah. I'm addicted to the thrill It's a dangerous Stop. love affair Can't be scared when it goes down Got a problem, tell me Stop. now Only thing that's on my mind Is who gon' this town tonight Hey, welcome into the Kwame Lashley Sports Talk Show we are live in studio. Today is Tuesday, Taco Tuesday. At that, Demi Lache is here in the place to be in the studio by myself. And we also have Dougie B calling in on the line on this great Tuesday. 888-346-9144 is the number to call in. Dial in on the show. Join us at any time. Dougie B, it's Tuesday. Welcome. Hey, it's Taco Tuesday. I might actually have to get a taco today. You Even might. I don't, but uh, it, might, it might be that day, man. Get I know, to it. Uh, here in a couple of weeks, I'll be, well, not a couple of weeks, well, actually a couple of weeks, man. We're already in the end of June, man. Where did time go? I, you know what? I, I I was asking myself the same thing the other day, and I'm like, man, it's it's almost July. It's almost September. And the closer it gets to September, the, you know, the more excited I get because not only is it, you know, football season about to start kicking off here soon, but also, you know, my birthday is coming around. But who cares about that, uh, for instance? But. I mean, you're right, man. This year is going by so fast. I mean, it's crazy. I've actually been located in the city of Phoenix, uh, state of Arizona, for a year now. So I'm like, I feel like I'm a local resident now. I, I'm official. Look at you, man. I, I, I've done it. You know, right. I, I, I went through one whole summer of the straight. And you're still here. Man heat. I went through. Yeah, you're right. Went through monsoon season. Went through uh, the cold winter of 70, 60 degree weather and. Now I'm back at the summer, and I'm still walking. I'm still here, so it's official. Um, <laughs> this year has been this year went by so fast, and it's continuing to go as quick um, as it is now. Like you said, it's already late June. July Fourth is about to kick off here uh, this weekend. Um, yeah. what, what are your plans for the fourth? Uh, you know what? We're just gonna hang out at the house. I mean, we've got the beautiful house now. We've got the pool in the backyard. My my yard's done. The grills are up. So. Just have some family come over, hang out, uh, barbecue up, you know, some, uh, I don't know what we're going to barbecue, maybe chicken breast, maybe hot dogs, hamburgers, brats, who knows. And just kick back by the pool and relax a little bit and then take the kids up to the uh, the surprise baseball field. Uh, they got a little, they call it an eight-acre park, just a big sports complex field, so they'll have the soccer games, football games, and all that stuff for the youth sports. But they've got a big party going on at night and then with the uh, fireworks after. So might take the kids out there after and just, like I said, man, just relax and enjoy it. Throw a few beers back and enjoy family time, you know. Uh, man, I heard that. Save me a couple of those beers. Why not? Um, hey, you know what? I've been inviting you out <laughs> to the house and still haven't seen you out there. Man, it's it, we got to get the dates right, honestly. We just got to <laughs> catch up. We got to make sure I'm not too busy and not too working too much, and we got to get the dates right. Um, going into the sports issue, man, it's it's been um, a lot of rumors. We can uh, definitely jump into the uh, NBA. A lot of rumors of these free agents bouncing around and moving around. One guy that have moved around thus far four times in a week, four different teams, four different cities. I mean, this guy don't even know where to uh, leave his bags or sign a lease. It's uh, Luke Rittenauer. He's uh, been bouncing around four times already this week. And it could be yes. even more. Um, this guy, can you even guess where he's landed at, like, as of today? Grizzlies, right? No, no, Thunder. Uh, it he was one way. It was, to yeah. the Grizzlies, to the Hornets, now to the Thunder. I was told now, he no, was in, uh, yeah, he was in, he's in Toronto. Yeah. I was going to say, if, if he's in OKC, if he's still in OKC, then, wow. Uh, <laughs> that was news <laughs> to me. But, yeah, from what I've heard... He's in Toronto. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, this sure. guy has been literally moving city to city. And I know it's the offseason. He's probably doing a lot of traveling anyway. But this guy don't even know where to sign a lease at, you know? He has to stay in the no, home. It's hard and, being, oh, can you imagine being that, you know, being Luke? Just mentally, how does that affect you? Knowing that you've been traded four times in the offseason? Like, that's got to do something to your to your morale that, am I not that good that no team wants me anymore? Yeah, I could see that. I could see that because I, I feel I will feel the same way uh, of what you just talked about. Like, man, I've just been bouncing around by four or five different organizations in a week, 
Nobody wants me. But at the same time, it could be worse. You could be bouncing around over in, in overseas leagues. You could be bouncing around in uh, in the Canada League. Uh, yeah. You could be bouncing around in the Playground League. I mean, exactly. Thank God it's the NBA. <laughs> Thank God you're still doable in the NBA. Like somebody obviously wants you and said, okay, pass them this way. So uh, so you can look at it from both sides. But, yeah, honestly, if it was me, I'd be like, man, nobody wants me. I, I don't like this anymore. So. But that's that's odd. That's just the one guy that stood out to me. Uh, the bigger names in the free agency, though, that we can definitely pay attention to. Uh, one name that stood out is Mr. Lamarcus Aldridge. He's been rumored, you know, he's broken it down to about two to three teams, uh, with the Portland Trail Blazers still being one of them, um, San Antonio Spurs, New York Knicks. Um, those are the highly rumored ones for him. Maybe even Memphis. They talked about he's supposed to take a visit to Memphis. Uh, but the one that's scheduled and set up uh, that's supposed to happen here soon, I, th- I want to say this weekend, is his visit to uh, San Antonio. And the, well, and the Spurs are actually going to bring the big guns out in conversation with having him sit down with Greg Popovich, Tony Parker, and Tim Duncan um, throughout this free agency visit, I guess you could say. Um what are your thoughts on that? You know, that's funny because you're talking about the top teams and we've kind of been talking about those. But sources are leading to Aldridge. He's actually going to start free agency by meeting with the Lakers and the Rockets. Mm-hmm. So when I actually read that this morning because I was tweeted out through um, ESPN NBA. And it kind of, kind of shocked me because those teams really weren't mentioned until right. I saw it this morning. So I don't know if that's just kind of keeping the options open. If he's doing that more for some leverage uh, to kind of get more of the Portland or even, you know, San Antonio to kind of, you know, pony up the money a little bit. But starting out free agency, uh, going with the Lakers and the Rockets, not even a team really mentioned. And I like Aldridge, you know, I like the fact of, of Aldridge going over to L.A. Mm-hmm. and coming out with Kobe and, you know, some of the guys they drafted out there. I think he'd be a good fit for that you know, Laker organization, especially because they're struggling so far. But Lakers have to look at starting to build because Kobe's not going to be around too much longer. Um, you know, so they've got to play that into the factor. But it's it's an NBA free agency, man. You know, there's there's so much rumors that start off beforehand and then through it all, man. You know, just not not too many rumors before free agency actually happens when free agency ends. If you if you kind of look at the history, it's it's funny because you might have one or two players that kind of like, you know, take Love, for example. The majority of Love is probably going to stay with Cleveland, but he's expressed some concern about not staying with it. And the other team he's looking to go to is L.A. So that's probably going to be one of the few that's going to stay true to the um, – the rumors before the preseason starts. But with Aldridge, you've got started out with three teams to five teams to seven teams. It's like, this kid's ridiculous right before the trade, you know, the free agency starts. So it'll be interesting to see, again, what stays true, what changes, who goes where. Um, but yeah, I mean, with Aldridge, it's kind of up in the air now. There's no really even worth planning on talking about a team because he's got like eight teams to meet with now. Right. Um. Yeah. It's it, it goes from three to five to eight. Um, quickly. And you know what? It to me, in my perspective, I don't think. Uh, with 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 these eight teams, I guess you could say that are in contention of trying to make moves towards Lamarcus Aldridge. Because I even heard he may even take a visit. Uh, this coming up week before the eighth, uh, making a trip out here to Arizona to Phoenix. Uh, meeting with the Suns organization. So, I mean, rumors pick up and spill. You can't really jump into them too much. But, I mean, he definitely has his options. He's definitely the number one, I believe, the number one overall uh, free agent right now, the big ticket. He's the biggest ticket that's on the free agent market besides uh, this guy, Jimmy Butler, which we're going to talk about his contract situation as well. Then you have Marcus Gasol. But I think LaMarcus Aldridge is that number one guy. He's going to set the tone to wherever he lands, it's gonna. It's everyone else is gonna fall off of that. And like you mentioned, the Lakers. To your point, um, I think he he can fit well in any system. He just has that uh, 
that that type of game that can just fit around. So if he needs to be a big man, he'll be a big man. If he needs to step out and shoot from the perimeter, he can do that as well. The guy can rebound. Um, he's a winner. Uh, you you yeah. talked about him falling to the Lakers. I mean, he, he'll fit well anywhere. Um, but the funny thing is, uh, going back to what the Spurs comment, Greg Popovich mentioned, you know, he's he's not going to, you know, overly do – you know, go all out his way to pursue Lamarcus Aldridge because you know what Popovich he can sleep at night because of the guys yeah. that he can deal with because you know he he still has Kawhi Leonard in his back pocket no matter what uh, and then also Tim Duncan and Tony Parker Ginobili I mean they still haven't been stopped their whole career that bundle plus having Popovich at the helm so you know he can sleep at night these other organizations I don't think they can I don't think they will be able no. to. Um, you know, the Knicks have been rumored to pull in, you know, DeAndre Jordan this week. I heard that LaMarcus and DeAndre are supposed to make the visit the same day to New York, which, you know, I'm guaranteed Carmelo Anthony will be involved with that as well. Uh, also, you got to watch out for a, a big name, but I don't think, you know, he has that same, you know, umph that he's known for, and that is uh, Mr. Dwayne Wade coming out of Miami. He's opted out of his contract. You know, we talked about it on uh, yesterday. He had until midnight after the show. We talked about it. Had until midnight to make a decision. You know, to opt into that sixteen point one million. I think it was that was out there that Miami had, or you know, he can opt out of that contract, in which he did. You know, before even midnight even took off. I think it was like middle of the day, and you know, he opted out. So now he's an official free agent. You know, we talked about yesterday those rumors. You know, what can the Knicks pull together? We laugh at the at, at the. Um, we laugh at the expense of, you know, the guy who they drafted, um, Crispus. Even the Carmelo laughed at it. But now it's so funny that Carmelo's like, yeah, I uh, reached out to the guy. He's a great guy. He's a great kid. I can't wait to get him here. Uh, reached out to the guy's brother. You know, Melo's doing all these things. And all these rumors about, you know, these big free agents might make a splash to New York. And you have LeBron who's opted out. You have D-Wade that's opted out. Carmelo Anthony, Dwayne Wade, LeBron James are very great friends. You know, yep. anything could happen. I, I hate to throw that rumor out there to, to uh, those Cavs fans, you know, but if they don't start making moves soon, you know, I could see that forming together. You talking about, you know, with the summer heat building up, it, it, it's pretty hot right now in the NBA. You know, anything can yeah. go. Anything goes. I know Cleveland's trying to put, you know, do what they can, but at the same time, if New York Knicks makes a big splash, whether it's Marcus Aldridge, DeAndre Jordan, they they can bring in two to three guys, you know. Maybe another bigger yeah. name that could make a pay cut. Yeah, and I, at that point, I don't see LeBron leaving Cleveland. I think he just opted out for the, the more money next year. Uh, but Never say never. No, never say never. <laughs> and, I mean, I have my opinion on LeBron, especially with the way he went out last time, but... I just don't see, unless something drastic happens, I don't see LeBron leaving Cleveland at this point, but never say never. With right. that being said, who knows with this NBA free agency, man. Every year, it just I've said it before, just a little bit ago, it's just funny to watch because of all the rumors leading up to it and then what actually transpires when it's all said and done. You know, it's like, talk about New York, you know, and the, that guy that drafted now you got Carmelo who laughed at it. Now saying, "Hey, I can't wait." Right. You know, I mean, you got to read into that a little bit. Is that just PR, or is that something that Carmelo kind of looked into the game and said, "Hey, you know what? This guy can actually help us out." He, can, you know, we have to bring him along a little bit. But maybe Carmelo saw something in him that Phil Jackson saw in him that we just blew. You know, what are you guys thinking over there in New York? But. We'll see. I mean, once the season starts, we'll see with all these moves what happens and, you know, who's productive and right. who's smart, who's not, you know. And, shoot, we might be talking at the end of, you know, the next season, New York in the playoffs and making a championship run. Who knows? Right. You know, uh, I mean, right. But and talking about Kobe and the Lakers, did you see his reaction on TV to Larry Nance's comment back in the day? Or Larry... Nance Jr. I should say. I did. Um, I did reach out and saw his, that that comment, and unfortunately, we got to take a break here, Doug. Sorry to cut you off, but we will discuss it because uh, I got a lot to say about that as well. So eight 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 three four six nine one four four is the number to call in on the show. Uh, coming up after the break, we're going to discuss more NBA rumors, NBA talks. Kwame uh, Lasser Sports Talk Show. We'll be right back.
Fortunate flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Check your feelings at the door and enter the man cave. Don't let the name fool you because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Host J.D. Harris and Ray Austin are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the man cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Surfing is taking the world by storm. It's not just the sport itself, but the culture that surrounds it. From music to fashion, art, and competition, Surf Talk Show is the place that will showcase it all. Your hosts are JJ and The Doctor, two surfing enthusiasts who have lived and traveled the lifestyle and culture. They'll bring you the knowledge and entertainment that'll keep you riding the wave. Tune in every Thursday at 11 a.m. on the West Coast, 2 p.m. East Coast on Voice America Sports. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby, Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. internet flagship station for sports voice america sports don't push us cause we're close to the edge we're trying not to lose our heads Hey, welcome back. Welcome back into the Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk Show. 888-346-9144 is the number to call in. Join us on the show. Demi Lachey is here in studio along with Dougie B here on the lines. Now, before break, it, you know, it's funny that first and foremost that Diddy song was being played. Because, uh, you know, he's he's bringing back the, the bad boy uh, label. They're going on a world tour. Uh, kind of a reunion tour that's coming up. So no, man. keep a lookout for that. I might go check that out, you know. I might have to, especially with all the uh, mishaps that Diddy has been getting along with. Pretty sure he's going to have a lot to say on that tour. But uh, well, I'm yeah. just wondering, if, is it going to be on the house arrest and be able to go on the tour? But you know, what kind of cracked me up on that song is it's perfect with the NBA free agency starting because so many you know, so many teams and everything else is right. lose their head with it. And especially... Especially Carmelo and uh, Phil Jackson, you know. I think they're very yeah. close. I think they're the top two to freaking lose their minds or their heads. Even I think the uh, you could throw the Portland Trail Blazers uh, organization, especially with their big man getting out of town. Uh, they're they're pretty worried, you know. It's 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 a nervous sight to see. Um, it's so funny to see Houston always, you know, in the mix of all the top free agents year after year. They they always find their way, and it's so funny because they've been so successful, you know, these last yeah. couple of years with the pieces that they do have. I mean, they made it all the way to the Western Conference Finals. We're talking right before the, you know, the NBA Finals with the roster they had, and you still trying to land a big ticket. Like, why don't you just build off of what you have? Like, it's crazy, you know. They they they, they, they change the roster around. They change up the roster, you know, year in and year out. So. I I don't, I don't know why I even you know attempt to go for it. Build on what you have now, or at least make some trades with Josh Smith. I know I know they really don't trust Josh Smith playing that stretch four position or Terrence Jones, but I think you can grow with Terrence Jones or even just move him around, move some pieces around. So it's so funny that they're always in the mix year after well, year. Trying to find that trying to find that last piece of the puzzle, man. Get rid of Dwight. Why not? <laughs> Get yeah. him out the way. You, you know, paid him a max deal. Move him out the way. And speaking of max contract, max deals, the Chicago Bulls offered Jimmy Butler five years, $90 million contract Monday, yesterday, uh, leading a restricted free agent to postpone his meetings with several other teams. Because yesterday, rumors jumped out quick that Jimmy Butler was heading to L.A. And I really yeah. took a step back, and I was like, oh, wow. That could be nice. That would be very nice. That 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 backcourt with Kobe Bryant, Butler, and <laughs> Russell, and 
come on. Then you have Randall. Oh, my goodness. That'll be fun. But, yeah. you know, he's putting everything on hold when you see that five-year, $90 million contract in a place where the fans do love you in Chicago. It, it is some pretty bright lights in the state, in the city of Chicago. Oh, yeah. So, you definitely hit the brakes on on your little trip. Oh yeah! Whoa, whoa! Hold on now. Yeah, hold on now. Ninety million, five year. Right, right. That's that. Yeah. While I'm still in my prime. Okay. Let me. Yeah. Let let let's talk here, Chicago. You know. Let's make sure. You know. They're probably going to figure out. You know what's going to be guaranteed. What's you know what's not going to be guaranteed. Uh-huh. I guarantee you, most of that will be. Um, this kid has been growing since the day he stepped into the NBA, and you know he's been leading them since. You know, Derrick Rose had his injury spill, so that ninety million dollar that ninety million dollar contract does make sense. Uh makes a lot yeah. of sense. Well, and not only the five year max deal, um, but they actually threw two different options out of Butler. You have the the five year ninety million, but they also did another option where he could do a four year deal or take a one year qualifying offer. So he's got a couple different options to go through, and I think that's why he's postponing everything else. Is number one, obviously, a five-year ninety mil is going to be very lucrative to stay, but really to actually sit down with him now and and discuss the two different options and see which one makes sense. So with that being said, and the Bulls offering two different options, I don't see I don't see Butler leaving Chicago now, um, and he's probably going to go with more the the uh, five-year ninety mil over the other. Uh, when you're qualifying offer, but still, it's at this point. I think uh, those rumors are going to be quashed pretty quick. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, and then do you see even LeBron um, and the Cavs? They put out there that they're going to be interested in getting Mike Dunleavy over to the team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they so, actually. Um, yeah, um, um, yeah, that's been rumored that LeBron is is very in, interested in bringing in Dunleavy. Hopefully he doesn't have a, like a Mike Miller type role. Hopefully he actually gets time on the court and actually puts up more than about what three shots a game that Mike Miller was offering. Um, yeah, because I think Dunleavy can still play in this in this league, especially in a LeBron James type system offense. Uh, he's a big body; he can play defense. It could lure LeBron back into Cleveland even more. I mean, you like we all understand that he opted out so that money. Could be open so they can attack of you know who's available what can they get so I think Dunleavy would be a huge move um, going back with Jimmy Butler I'm glad you mentioned um, he pretty much had like three contracts thrown at him from the Bulls organization because they even throw a one year uh, guarantee four and a half million dollars uh, you know if he wants to you know stick around just one more year just to see his options but that four year deal leaving with the player option I think I would go around I think I can go. Uh, Anytime when it's a player option on that fifth year, you know, I think you got to take advantage of that. Um, yeah. Here's why. I mean, if you, you know, sign your name, dot your name on the five-year, $90 million contract, you're basically, you know, selling your soul, committing yourself to the Bulls and to whatever Fred Hoiberg is going to bring to the Bulls organizations f- for five-plus years. You don't even know he he's even going to be around for five years. Um, so it's – I would not, you know – throw the whole guaranteed five-year deal, leave that last year as an option because you never know. You yeah. never know, you know, uh, you know, so many free agents moved, moved around. Derrick Rose may not be around. Pau Gasol, I don't know if he's going to have an additional five years of, you know, dominance. Um, that, that, that Chicago not around. Is, yeah. Is he going to be injured or not injured? I mean, it. yeah, that too. That's what I meant. You know, you don't know if yeah. he's going to be 100% or not. Or you don't know if he's even going to be around the location anymore. Um, it's been rumored, you know, he's been rumored around for the past two years. The Bulls are saying they don't want to move, you know, the guy from home. Um, but, you know, it's it's business at the end of the day. Um, I, moving around Derrick Rose is always an option. They should never shut that door, ever. Uh, but, yeah, having that fifth year as an option for Jimmy Butler, I think, you know, he, he's definitely going to weigh his options in now. Because I don't think – any other organization has even uh, probably even going to throw him, you know, that max deal. I don't see it. I know L.A. offered him rumor like a one to two year deal, but you know, can you see him another organization really throwing a ninety million dollar deal or even close towards Jimmy Butler? Do you even see or you know, can you imagine an organization doing that? 
besides the Bulls? You know, I don't know. No, because it's not going to happen. I'm trying to think. I, <laughs> I'm trying to think who has that money that needs them. I'm, I'm, that's the thing. It, it could be there's a lot of organizations that would love to be able to do that, but who has the actual ability to do that? And that's what I'm trying to think. Um, I mean, I think we, L.A. probably has the money to do it. Um, but outside L.A., I don't think anybody else has the money and the option to really make that happen. I know why I, L.A. does have the money to do it, but I don't, I'm not too sure that they're too sold on him because they only threw him like a one- to two-year contract rumored right. so far. I don't think they're too sold on Jimmy Butler's game all the way around because, yeah, Jimmy Butler has been picking up his game, dominating, you know, in the NBA, but he's been dominating in the Eastern Conference, you know, where there's not a lot of two guards, one guards, uh, you know. Yeah, he's going toe-to-toe with LeBron and Carmelo, but uh, besides that, I mean, it's a lot of guys who've been injury-plagued over in the Eastern Conference. So, you know, the West, you know, the West is, that's where the ballers are at. That's where, you know, you get deeper teams, I wouldn't throw consider a max deal for a guy who's never played in the West. You know, it's kind of like no. you got to prove yourself uh, going into the from the Eastern Conference to the Western Conference. Uh, you know, you just got to re- you just got to prove yourself. You know, can you? Well, and that's why you see a lot of players out there that come from the East and sign with the West. A lot of times, they're it's a one or two year contract because they want to make sure. Unless it's a LeBron James or somebody of that caliber, where they know they're going to be able to step in and compete. But you're not seeing that trade happen too often anyways so. no and the only 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 time i've seen that where it's like a max deal was dwight howard he's the only one i've seen got the max deal came from an eastern conference to the western conference but you see him struggling day in game in game out you know you see the yep. struggle uh you know he's always cr- crying and you know he's not as competitive as he was things weren't as easy as it was when he was playing with orlando Compared to where he's at now in Houston, so it's even when he was in L.A. for the year. So, yeah, it's that's the only option. Uh, I mean, L.A. does have the money. I don't see them pulling the trigger necessarily. New York does not want to do that ever again. Where they give a guy five years, ninety mil max contract, and it doesn't pan out due to injury, like Amari Stoudemire, Tyson Chandler, where they threw the house at these two guys and nothing panned out for them. Um, so I don't think New York is in the in the modem of pulling that trigger yet on Jimmy Butler. Um, you know they they're just gonna keep playing the cards. They're they're banking on you know Lamarcus Aldridge or a DeAndre Jordan. Um, yeah, but it, it, you know well, it's, Chicago. Go, go ahead, no. Nah. Chicago, they're willing to give you know give Butler the the uh, contract because they know what they have it. I mean, it fits in that system. For another team, that's a lot of money. And a lot of commitment for some, to give a player where you don't know how they're going to fit in. Just like you mentioned, New York, they got burned last time they did that. So a lot of teams are looking at that. They're not going to want to do that type of option for five years, ninety mil for someone we don't know how you're playing. It's easier to do it if you're already on the team. But somebody coming in fresh, you're going to look at that two, three year. Like I said, unless it's a LeBron James, where you know you have what you get. But even then, look at Dwight Howard, like you mentioned baller in the east comes over to the west and struggles with Houston. So, but no, I mean, yeah, but to get back to your point, no, I don't see anybody really pulling that off because of the you've got to have, number one, the money to do it and the need to do it. I don't see any other team with Butler having the money and the need for that to happen right. besides Chicago. Right. Uh, you know, bringing out those max deals, man, it's, it's very hard to deal with. Uh, other rumors that have been thrown around, um, New Orleans Pelicans are ready to throw the house at Anthony Davis, in which they should. Uh, they're ready to sign him to an extension off his rookie contract, a five-year, hundred reported man, one hundred forty-three million dollars. Goodness oh. gracious! In the NBA, no, I mean it's all not guaranteed though. But I, you know, I guarantee it'll be uh, over a hundred million dollars guaranteed. Uh, period. That's hard. That doesn't come around often, especially for a kid who's been in the league, what, three years now? And they're ready to just throw the house at him. I think he he will deserve it. He does deserve it. Um, he, he's going to be the best player in the NBA in, in a year or two. Uh, quote me on that. Yeah. And, you know, why not throw the house at him? Why not protect him and make sure, you know, 
he's there locked in for you and that way you can you know that you have him in your pocket you can keep building around that kid um he's still young he's still raw you know he's still raw he's not in his prime yet he's still raw and that's scary throw that max deal at him now hopefully he signs with it yeah because they yeah that goes back to kind of what we were talking about with Butler. that team they have him in their system already they know what they have. They know what the future is going to hold with them, and how much better he's going to get. So they have no problem offering him that max, you know, that extension and everything else. But mm-hmm. yeah. do you do you believe that Dwayne Wade will sign back with the Miami Heat, even with opting out of his contract? Doug, you still there? Ah, must have dropped off. The reason why I brought up that decision, that question. Is, you know, him and Pat Riley have been having many rumors. Uh, rumors have been going up and down about will he opt back in, will he opt out. And he definitely made it, you know, he definitely made it known, you know, I'm going to take my time on this decision. Where do I want to end my career at? I don't think he has many, too many years left in him. Um, it's obvious, obvious reasons due to injury, um, age, which everyone catches, um, that, you know, age catches up with him with the wear and tear that he's put upon his body. Uh, I just don't see any reasoning for him to even go back with the Miami Heat. He has done very successful with Miami, bought them three world championships. He's done all he could. Uh, not many free agents are looking to go play with, you know, D Wade as, as, you know, as they used to when, he was, you know, the best player in the NBA when he won that first NBA championship. A lot of guys was looking his way, saying, you know what, I can go play with this guy. I will go play with him. Now it's starting to catch up. I don't think Miami, they need to start moving into that new, to, to that new direction. Um, they've been rumored, you know, to go talk with a couple of the free agents that are out there now. Um, but it's very hard to see the, you know, it would be different to see the king of South Beach. I mean, this guy has been... Running it, running Miami Heat organization since the day he stepped in. So to see him go will be very, you know, difficult, different to see. But I think it is his time to go. To where, where he's going to end up? That's that's the biggest question. You know, he's great friends with LeBron James, as we all know. They have you know the option to pick this guy up. He mentioned rumored about you know going back home to Chicago. Since everyone else, since everybody's going home, since LeBron opened the door for everyone to go home, you know, it's been rumored that he could end up with the Bulls as well. And I think, you know, he could fit pretty well with the Knicks organization. They get a couple free agents. You don't expect that many minutes out of Dwayne Wade. Let him run next to Carmelo Anthony, which he's great friends with as well. Uh, you know, he can lure in, you know, some other free agents as well. Let D-Wade get in your organization. Let him talk with a couple guys, a couple of basketball friends. I think New York would be a great fit for Dwayne Wade. I think Carmelo Anthony would be very happy with Dwayne Wade, bringing in that leadership, a guy who has won numerous titles and knows everything about Carmelo Anthony's game and can present it in a way where he can flourish it on the court, present it towards Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson has watched Dwayne Wade grow as well, that triangle offense, no matter how old you get, it still works. It's a systematic offense. The triangle can work with Dwayne Wade as well. We're going to have to take another break here. Coming up after the break will be our last segment. You know, more guaranteed contract talks uh, going more towards the NFL perspective of it now. Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk Show. We'll be right back. flagship station for sports voice america sports do you love sports talk can't get enough sports talk have we got a show for you it's about the nfl training camps super bowl previews a look at the new starting quarterbacks and weekly key injuries 
We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Want to experience football from the perspective of two former players who also have coaching experience? Tune in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. We'll talk about the drafts, play-by-play, and even what's happening in the offseason. Daryl and Sam have the connections and the knowledge to bring you the inside stories of the game's past, present, and future. We'll cover the camps, on and off field, and everything else, football and beyond. Sports Info UM is heard Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Are you ready for a show that's all about what goes on behind the scenes and how it relates to what you see on the field? Tune in for Nick Ferguson's Secondary Perspective on the Voice America Sports Channel. Our guests will bring you the stories, the opinions, the expertise, and the inspiration behind what you hear in sports news. Find out what happens next. Listen for Nick Ferguson's Secondary Perspective, live every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Yeah, Spider-Man and Freezing full effect. I'm ready. I'm ready, Slick, are you? Girl, I must. Hey, welcome back into the last segment of the Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk Show. 888-346-9144 is the number to dial in on the show. Demery Lachey is here in studio. You know, I just really enjoy reading the rumors of head coach, head Kentucky basketball coach John Calipari. When these rumors drop in, talking about him moving up into the NBA or him interested in being involved with NBA organizations and how, you know, on their end, they want to have John Calipari, which I highly, you know, recommend. Um, He definitely could coach anywhere. Um, I think he's the number one coach out there besides uh, Coach K. But it's just so funny. Like, I find it hilarious how... You know, these rumors pick up about Calipari interested in being a head coach of the Pelicans. And now it's a rumor of the Kings. Uh, Sacramento Kings are interested or Calipari is very interested in them as well. And it's so funny. It's a it's always a Kentucky-based, you know, where Calipari recruited one of his top players. So first it was Washington in which John Wall, of course, is, you know, the superstar of that team. And it's, it was rumored that, you know, Calipari was interested in going to Washington. Then the Pelicans job came up, and it was rumored that John Calipari was very highly interested in that. And now the Sacramento Kings and George Carl, that whole spill be going on between him and DeMarcus Cousins right now, and how John Calipari is interested in going to Sacramento now. And it's so funny how John Calipari just sits back, you know, laughs at this, and, you know, just kills all rumor, kills any motivation behind him jumping into the NBA so quick. And I just it, it, it's hilarious. And you know, I'm actually actually I'm actually all for him going into the NBA, which I know he's not. You know, he he's obviously states, you know, hey, I love recruiting. I love, you know, dealing with high school, young bringing in, you know, young men and, you know, opening up their eyes, working on, you know, the things, their weaknesses and building their strength because the NBA is not going anywhere. And I love the simple fact that he takes the, you know, the term coaching and uses it, you know, very well, using it, using it, you know, to a whole extreme level. So all these rumors about, you know, him jumping into the NBA, John Calipari is not interested. He's, he doesn't want to deal with, you know, already born millionaires and, you know, having to set their mindsets, you know, there's rumors about him going to Cleveland, how great friends he is with LeBron James and how LeBron would feel very comfortable if Calipari made that jump. Of course he would. Like I said, John Calipari is one of the best coaches in basketball now, uh, before, I think, for the future. 
John Calipari is a great coach. He's a player's coach. He builds great relationships. He builds great confidence. He knows the weaknesses to work on. He keeps it straight up. He keeps it real with the players. He keeps it real with the coaches. Uh, you know, he he opens up a lot of jobs for his coaching assistants as well. A lot of guys want to go spend time with Calipari in the offseason, watch film with him, break down the concepts of recruiting because I think he's the best recruiter on the planet. No matter if, you know, rather regards with recruiting for basketball or the Wall Street Journal, I think Calipari can beat out anyone depending on the subject. I mean, it's just what he is. It's just what he does. In a simple fact, you know, that these NBA teams or whoever starts these these rumors, I know I'm not even sure. It's it, but it's hilarious. It's a fun fact to see, you know, that these guys are really out here pushing and pressing these spills and rumors about Calipari being interested in certain NBA teams, preferably, you know, the well-known Kentucky guy, the, the one and duns that came through Kentucky, that came through the Calipari system, Anthony Davis, DeMarcus Cousins, John Wall. Uh, LeBron James is even rumored, even though he did not spend a second with LeBron or, you know, I'm pretty sure he was highly recruiting him in his days at Memphis. Um, but it's, I, I just found it so funny. And I'm all with, you know, the Calipari to the NBA bandwagon. I, I believe, I said it before on the show, a lot of these college coaches will can be very successful in the NBA because they have done dealt with, you know, the one and dones because they deal with going out recruiting a lot of these individuals who are in the NBA right now. These guys were all racing for these kids, you know, back when they were in high school. Now they go from high school one year to college straight into the pro. And, you know, these NBA coaches, you know, they trying to tell these young guys, hey, you know, take your time or uh, they don't really, I don't think they really look at the potential of what these kids can really bring at a young age. Uh, you know, if they just don't find fit their way into the system, a lot of egos are being built up with NBA coaches compared to college coaches where I think these college guys, they, they understand, they know their concepts, they know how much, you know, how many minutes to give a kid to grow for him to, you know, understand the impact of the game and understanding the game at a high level. Uh, I can tell you now, you know, a lot of, a lot of people watch more college basketball than they do the NBA especially the regular season. Uh, March Madness is, you know, top three, top two sporting events that goes on year in, year out. Most watched, you know, sport event. Um, I'm all for the Calipari push. If he ever makes that decision to jump into the NBA, I'm all for it. If they had a fan group sign-up sheet, I'd put my name at the top. Um, I, I enjoy watch watching Calipari coach and mentor these young guys. And, you know, he's never going to make that jump into the NBA. I mean, why would you even leave the University of Kentucky or Kentucky University Wildcats? Why would you even leave that? You know, um, that job itself is I'd rather be <laughs> I'd rather be the head coach at Kentucky than, you know, more than half of the NBA teams out here. Uh, the revenue that you know, University of Kentucky presents, you know, the past uh, success, you know, it's deep historical team. Only other teams that I can think of in the NBA with that historical background compared to Kentucky is like a, you know, Boston Celtics, L.A. Lakers, Chicago Bulls, championship organizations. Um, you know, now, you know, the Houston Rockets, maybe you could throw in there uh, the Sixers, uh, but you know, besides that, the University of Kentucky has, you know, held its own. Uh, it's pound for pound the one of the, you know, best traditional basketball schools to attend. Not only that, they have a head coach who has changed the game of college basketball, who's changed the game of the NBA, who has changed, you know, just basketball period on a professional level because all eyes are always on Kentucky. It used to not be that way a couple of years ago before Calipari got hired there. I mean, you, you've seen his system work a little bit, you know, during his days in Memphis with his late runs with, uh, you know, Derrick Rose. But, you know, he wasn't getting, you know, top five, you know, the top five, the top ten guys 
out of high school basketball. You know, he had a couple guys here, a couple guys there. Maybe pick up the number one player here or there, like like a Derrick Rose. Um, but once he got to Kentucky, it was like, you know, everyone at the top position, you know, ranked out of high school were it's signing that letter of content, you know, to attend, you know, University of Kentucky basketball. It's tremendous to see, you know, this guy work. Definitely, please, just try to kill the rumors. He's not going anywhere. This guy has changed the perspective, changed the game of basketball and how it is played and how it's dealt with right now. You know, it's so funny. Like, he backs it up as well by saying, you know, he's put out more millionaires, you know, than the Wall Street Journal year after year. That's funny to do. That's hilarious. It's very true, though, as well. So please kill the rumors, especially Sacramento. I, I, he would not waste his time in Sacramento. Let's move on. 888-346-9144 is the number to call in on the show. Russell Wilson, yesterday, Seattle Seahawks quarterback, came out on SportsCenter and actually uh, you know, had a Sunday conversation on a Monday. Uh, he finally spoke out, you know. I'm not going to go through his whole conversation and what he said, what he didn't say, why didn't he say it or mention it, but he finally came out and spoke. And he didn't hold back a little bit either. He, you know, he mentioned stuff about his contract. He mentioned talks about, you know, beast mode, the Super Bowl, and, you know, how hungry he is to get back there, which I believe, you know, the Seattle Seahawks do have the driver's seat whenever you have that beast in the backfield and that tremendous defense. And also with Russell Wilson's skill play. Uh, at the quarterback position, yeah, hands down, this team year after year will can make that run. Now it's about getting this guy paid. He's going to get paid. He's going to get that a top dollar contract. It's just how top dollar, you know, do you want? How top dollar can he get it? You know, he he plays the game the right way. He does everything off the field the right way. He doesn't hear any trouble, any rumors. But, you know, what quarterback really is not in trouble? You know, what quarterback besides Johnny Menzel that you do hear about doing, you know, drastic things? I haven't heard or found one as of yet. I know Ben Roethlisberger had his times and, uh, you know, Peyton Manning had his issues as well. Tom Brady, yeah, he's going through it right now with the deflate gate. But is it really, you know, taking it home as like a Johnny Menzel where you're out at nightclubs and bars and doing this or that? No. And it's not it's never gonna be there, especially with the Russell Wilson, the way he, you know, have his head on in the Seattle organizations back to back Super Bowls. I mean, now it's time to really feed his pockets and get this guy paid on a guaranteed contract. But the one part that stood out to me that I did not like about what was said about Russell Wilson, um, what he said himself, you know, he threw out twenty five million dollars. And yeah, he did not directly say, you know, just twenty five million. He did you know, quote saying, you know, it, he continue to fight to play no matter how much he's getting paid, no matter if it's twenty five million a year or if it's one and a half million a year, he's ready to go. Um, I'm not too sold on you know the simple fact he said twenty five or the one point five. We all know what you're reaching for. We all know you're ready to get paid, and you know your rookie contract is you know up after this season, and you know you need something. You know, that's secured for years to come on, especially as being a third round draft choice in 2012. You know, it's it. You would, you know, he threw out the concept of twenty five million. The highest right now is twenty two and a half a year. And that's Mr. Aaron Rodgers. Twenty five is the new number to reach. That is Russell Wilson's new goal. That is the agent of Russell Wilson's goal as well. Uh, 25 or more. You know, the, the funny thing is, after the conversation, you heard room, uh, the agent came out and said, heck, I'm, he should have said $40 million. Let's not, you know, let's not get out of hand now. Let's let's not get ridiculous. Because if you've given up 40 mil or even, heck, we'll go with 25 mil. If you've given up that to Russell Wilson, I'm, uh, I'm hoping, you know, Mr., you know, Marshawn Lynch, get at least half of that, you know, half of that having it be guaranteed year after year, 14, 15, you know, mil um, for, you know, that beast in the backfield because he deserves it as well. And it's also rumored, you know, their defensive end, their all-pro defensive end, Michael Bennett, who I'm a huge fan of, 
Um, except for his antics back in the Super Bowl, you know, I think he still is a sore loser. A lot of those uh, uh, Seattle Seahawks defensive players are. But I think that was just a lot of frustration built upon what Keith Peril basically uh, threw under the bus. A lot of that frustration came out at the end of the game. But Michael Bennett, you know, he he needs to get paid as well. That defense, like I said before on the show, it, it's all about the defense with that organization. It's all a systematic defense first, offense second. We have a running back in the backfield who can carry this whole offense, you know, right now. Uh, I, don't, I, I believe, you know, you can throw a lot of quarterbacks in there. Not taking anything away from Russell Wilson. He's doing it the right way. He's done it the way you want it. Took you to two Super Bowls. One of the best athletes at the quarterback position in the game today. Has an arm. Can't throw with accuracy. You bring in Jimmy Graham. Gives him another explosive, you know, guy to throw downfield. That guy who came to life, uh, who's working at Foot Locker, Chris Matthews. Seeing him develop. That's a big target. The Seattle team will be fun. Will I give him over the $22 million contract that Aaron Rodgers has? Not necessarily. Not yet. Um, I think Russell Wilson still has a little more to improve, you know, after, you know, Marshawn Lynch is out because, you know, that they're ready to pull the trigger, I think, any day now for, you know, I don't think they're going to sign Marshawn Lynch back. So once he gets out of there, you see how Russell Wilson plays, then you'll see, you know, how much he really deserves, how much you really can pay him guaranteed. $20 million, 18, that's acceptable. 18 and a half to 20 is where I would go because you got to pay that guy, Michael Bennett, because he's talking about sitting out. Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk Show, unfortunately we ran out of time, but we will be back. Thursday in studio, Demi Lachey, thank you all for tuning in. We had Dougie B on the lines as well. Kwame Lasseter himself will be back Thursday. Uh, but thank you for tuning in, and we'll catch you all Thursday. We're out. Thanks for tuning in this week. Join us every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time, for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.